0: Get ready to grip it and rip it. All right, let's move on. We got golfers waiting. Dedicated to bringing better golf to America, this is Tea to Green, the golf show.
1: Let's talk golf. It's what we do best here on Tea to Green, the golf show. Hello, fellow golfers, and welcome Jay Richie and Jerry Butenoff from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And the five-star Broadmoor Resort, the home of the 2018 U.S. Senior Open, 770 days away. Speaking of the U.S. Open, the U.S. Open qualifying is going on today here at the Broadmoor, so it's a busy day for the Broadmoor Golf staff, staff, the U.S. Open, coming up a month from now at Oakmont in Pennsylvania, a guy who won. That tournament, the U.S. Open three different times. Hale Irwin is in Colorado this weekend. We talked to him in Denver yesterday, played a little golf with him too, and we will replay that interview, Hale Irwin, for you today here on Tita to Green. Also on the big show today. Well, it's time to feel the burn. Bernie Fay will be here. Bernie Fay invented a new swing training device called the Most Important Stretch in Golf. M I S I G missig for short. Missig is a stretching device that builds muscle memory and develops proper takeaway. It was unveiled back in January at the 2016 PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. It's getting rave reviews, and we'll talk about the most important stretch in golf today with the inventor, Bernie Fay. They say necessity is the mother of invention. It's an interesting story how he came up with the idea in the first place. We've got that and a whole lot more headed your way today right here on tea to Green. It's early Sunday morning, the sun is coming up, I'm on the tee at seven, I'm here to try my luck. They say this game's a tough one, but I'll give it my best shot, though the bunkers look like beaches and the greens like parking lots, oh lord,
2: what am I gonna do? Help me keep my head down. Save
1: me from those double bogey blues. T to Green now available on iHeartRadio Talk. If you missed something from today's show or any shows, find it at iHeartRadio Talk 24-7, iHeartRadio.com slash talk. Jay and Jerry teeing it up on t to Green worldwide on American Forces Radio, coast to coast on the Sports Byline, USA Radio Network.
3: Geico presents the Shazam 15, featuring
4: the top 15 Shazam songs in the U.S. for this week. Get out your Shazam app now and check it out. Plus, have fun and interact with Geico. Gecko yourself and share it with friends. Watch your favorite Geico video. Get a quote. Shazam now for the full list and experience more with Geico. The Shazam 15, brought to you by Geico. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or
5: more on car insurance
6: from our Canadian and international pharmacies and fulfillment centers. No insurance? No problem.
1: Destination listening for dedicated golfers. You found it. It's T to Grain, the golf show, your top source for golf news and entertainment and on the radio. From the Broadmoor Resort, Colorado Springs, Colorado, Jay Ritchie, Jerry Butanoff, with you once again. Thanks for joining us. Welcome in. Scott Cuddy in Master Control. we got a big show for you today. Jerry, no matter what happens the rest of the show today and the rest of the weekend, for that matter, I think as far as you and I are considered, this weekend's already been uh, of success after what happened yesterday.
7: Yeah, we actually got out on the golf course and it's, uh, only May. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> been was been a little nice. cold and chilly here recently, but yeah, fun time, uh, uh, went to the, uh, Hale Irwin had a clinic up at the first tee at, the uh, Green Valley Ranch up in Denver where, uh, the course that whole hosts all of the Colorado opens and for good reason. And, uh, that was fun. And then uh, Hale hung around with some of the, uh, media and, uh, bank representative people who are uh, staging the tournament this year and uh, played three holes with Every group, and uh, we got in on that, too, so it was a good time.
1: We had lunch with Hale, and we played a little golf with them, and that doesn't happen every day. We also sat down and did a little interview, and we're going to play that back for you in our next segment at around 25 after today. So if you've got any Hale Irwin fans you know, give them a call and let them know, and you can hear from uh, the three-time U.S. Open champion Hale Irwin himself coming up here on TD Green. Later in the hour, Bernie Fay will join us. He's an inventor, and he's come up with a gadget called Missing, the most important stretch in golf. We've been tinkering with it here uh, before we went on the air this morning and, and figuring out how it works, and it looks, like, it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks like it, it's something that uh, can really help you, especially if you've had an injury or if you're an older golfer and you're not as flexible as you once used to be. And we'll talk to Bernie Fay about that coming up as well.
7: Yeah, I've got this thing strapped on, and I'm. Looks uh, gonna, like you got an IV I'm, on I'm your gonna left arm. I'm going to leave it right. this way because I'm afraid if I take it off, I won't get back into it when we. By <laughs> <laughs> the time we have him on.
1: And what do you got <laughs> here? You got to, the, We have Sports our annual
7: uh, Sports Illustrated Golf Magazine uh, player poll that yeah. we run through every year. Uh, not as many entertaining questions this year but we'll we'll hit a few highlights here um let's start with olympic golf which has been in the news lately for the people that have already said that they will not Mm -hmm. attend and uh i think uh i have a feeling that some of the olympic people and some of the golf people obviously are going to be disappointed the women this doesn't involve them because they're gung-ho and and ready to go Yeah. yeah they're all ready to go and uh but the men uh you know who's pulled out already for sure. Uh, Adam Scott, Louis Oosthuizen, I think are two that Schwarzel. come right to Charles mind. Yeah, Charles Schwartzel yeah. also. Yeah, the South African team's not going to be looking that strong anymore. So the question is, would you rather win the PGA Championship or an Olympic gold medal? 71 to 29 PGA. PGA,
1: yeah. Doesn't surprise me.
7: Players or the gold medal? 62 to 38 players. Which is going on this week? The one this week, yes. Yeah. Texas Open or gold medal? That's the one in San Antonio, uh-huh. I think, right? Gold medal won that one. Oh, it did. Seventy-six to twenty-four. Okay,
1: I was going to say that <laughs> one might be fifty-fifty. <laughs>
7: no, so they're picking on the. Uh, although, of course, one guy said that the Texas Open comes with a big paycheck. Yes, it, we yes, all know about does. that. Um, let's see. On the Champions Tour, you know, there's always talk about you know which event is the favorite for the tour players and a lot of it depends on where you come from Mm -hmm. a lot of the europeans think it's the british you know over here u.s open masters whatever uh in the champions tour it's a pretty easy winner the u.s open got 74 percent of the vote and the senior british got 17 so no surprise there. there speaking of older guys and stretching and being flexible and uh you know, Hale Irwin touched on this yesterday on just some things that he can't do as well anymore. They asked the uh, Champions Tour, how many pain pills do you take during a tournament week? Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> 40% said they don't take any. 17% said they take 20 or more.
1: <laughs>
7: oh, <laughs> Ibuprofen goodness.
1: is your best friend. I trend. didn't
7: know that the golf would beat you up that much over the course of time but apparently it does um let's see here they always have some interesting things you know well there's always the opposite sex questions yeah have you ever gone on a date with a woman you met at a tournament uh pga tour 29 percent yes 71 percent no
1: about a third
7: yeah roughly a third they're mostly married right yeah on the Champions Tour, 43% yes, hmm. 57% no.
1: A lot of them met their well, wives maybe or well, Yeah, or I don't know.
7: Or, you know, you've got some divorces that have come across there. And <laughs> That's true. you got that going on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the Women's Tour, they asked, uh, who has the hottest boyfriend or husband? The big, uh, the 28% Sarah Jane Smith. She's from South Africa, I
1: think. I think she, she is. Not?
7: Yeah. Yeah. So apparently she's got a good-looking bow. And then uh, a big drop down to Atha Munoz, 7%. Um, Here's an interesting one. If you were in a bar fight, (laughs) who who would you want to have your back? On the regular tour, 15% of the vote went to Ernie Els. Wow. Okay. And then somebody, you know, they've always got these anonymous quotes in here i've heard some bar stories about ernie okay
1: so. <laughs> yeah maybe in his younger day younger days
7: keegan bradley was next nine percent huh wouldn't have guessed that
1: wouldn't have guessed that ever yeah and
7: then angel cabrera that i could have guessed yeah maybe yeah on the champions tour pretty close vote jim thorpe 17 Esteban Toledo, 15%. Yeah,
1: Toledo used to be a prize fighter.
7: Right? Yes, yeah. that's yeah. exactly he, what he, they said. He, he'd and be he, a good he's guy He's a boxer. To have, That'd be a yeah. good guy to have in your corner. Yeah. For sure. Um,
1: Ernie yells probably because just he's so well, he's intimidating. Well, he's a big dude. Yeah, guy. yeah, and yeah. Uh, yeah. But he seems like a really gentle, he, he, gentle well, that's giant. That's just it.
7: He's, easy. Yeah. he's the big easy. He's the big easy, right? easy of course. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, who has the best-looking swing on your tour? This is all three tours, of course. Uh, Adam Scott that's a, he's been a repeat winner here mm-hmm. I think on that 31% on the regular tour Oosthuizen second 20% hmm.
1: pretty
7: okay. pretty common stuff there on the champions tour a runaway winner Tom Pertzer 37% yeah
1: he, he, when he was on the regular tour he would yeah, win he would that win all that the
7: time rule, too. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. nobody else with more than 7% there on the ladies side Nayan Choi nobody else with more than 7% in that one either.
1: Hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the swings, some of the ladies.
7: Yeah, the anonymous quote there says, not the Americans, that's for sure. (laughs) I'd like oh. to know what country that quote oh. came from. I don't need to know the person, <laughs> yeah. just the country that that. Ooh, another dig at the American ladies. Yeah.
1: I think Michelle Wee has a pretty good swing. And as far as the champions tour, I've always liked, especially as he got older, Tom Watson's swing.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Not powerful, but certainly just, consistent. Yeah, certainly buttery. Just, yeah. Buttery, like yeah. we always used to say. Like
1: he could, he could keep. Hitting a golf ball till he's like a hundred years old.
7: I was going to try and avoid the political stuff here as best I could, but um, this might be kind of—I don't know if the word is important. Should the WGC Cadillac be moved from Doral because of Donald's Trump stances? Hmm. On the regular tour, forty-five percent no, thirty-nine percent yes. I'm surprised the yes was that high. Yeah. Now on the Champions Tour, of course they don't play that event. 88% said no.
1: Yeah, I would think a lot of those guys because of their age and Trump Trump's age, they're probably buddies.
7: Yeah. Now, the women, of course, who always think differently. This is a kind of a similar related question. Should the LPGA Tour hold tournaments on courses owned by Trump? Still 67% said yes. Seventeen, no, sixteen, uncertain.
1: Yeah, well, he's been a booster of the LP. You know, he has. Yes,
7: and I, and I'll I'll I, and the back. ladies more than anybody, I think, are have been always been more tuned in to sponsorships and who's paying their checks. Mm-hmm. You know, who's yes. uh, you know throwing money around for them to make a living. So not surprising there too.
1: Got U.S. Open qualifying going on today here at the Broadmoor. We do. And U.S. Open qualifying weather, along with it,
7: you know, three years in a row, it's been crappy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> what I was gonna say. <laughs> Rained last year. Two years ago, it snowed. They had to back it up a couple of days. Yeah. So yeah.
1: It's a little chilly here today. Kind of like
7: think... our, kind of like our territory days in uh, our event here in town. That's always on Memorial Weekend. And yeah. It's always cold and wet that weekend. Hit or miss all the time.
1: <laughs> Speaking of U.S. Open, Hale Irwin. He won the U.S. Open <clears> not once, not twice. But three times we had a chance to talk to him about that and a whole lot of other things. And when we come back, we'll hear from the World Golf Hall of Famer, Hill Irwin, next here on Tee to Green. The show by golfers for golfers. It's Tee Green, The Golf Show, Jay Richie, Jerry Bootenoff, live and in real time on the internet at sportsbyline.com. The show repeats on Sports Byline at 1 o'clock Eastern time every Sunday. You can check it out at sportsbyline.com or get there through our website, teetogreenradio.com. If you go to our website, be sure to head over to our Facebook page, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at at Sports Byline as well. Jay and Jerry from the Broadmoor, not every day that we get a chance to tee it up, play a few holes with the three-time U.S. Open champion, but that happened yesterday. Up at Green Valley Ranch Country Club in Denver, Hale Irwin was there, and we got a chance as part of the media contingent to do that, played a few holes with Hale. I just wish that we would have had a few more rounds of golf under our belt this year before we got up there and played uh, played with Hale Irwin, but uh, we did okay. We kind of held our own.
7: He beat me on the last hole. <laughs> he got his birdie, and I had to settle for par. But... Yeah, yeah. He, they held our he own. We did birdie
1: that last time Yeah, we held he? our yeah. own, yeah. yeah. We did. Uh, Hale Irwin's won 20 times on the PGA Tour. Uh, he's won three U.S. Open championships, his only major victories, three U.S. Opens, so pretty good in anybody's resume. Uh, after turning 50, he won 45 times on the Champion Tour. That's the most all-time, more victories than anybody on the Champions Tour. He's... Uh, He'll be 71 in about a month, so he slowed down a little bit. He's still playing some Champions Tour golf, and he was back in Colorado this weekend doing some first tee stuff in Denver and visiting with friends. He grew up in Boulder, went to the University of Colorado, played football there. He was an all-Big-8 defensive back for the CU Buffaloes back in the late 1960s, and so yesterday when we sat down with him, I asked him about being a two-sport star. You played a couple of sports. You played college football, and then you moved over to golf. That Nobody does that anymore. But when you were playing football, was there something you learned or picked up that, that transferred to golf for you?
8: No, absolutely. I think for, uh, for me, it was uh, the biggest thing that moved over was the discipline that it required for me to, A, play at the level I needed to play in the, the old Big 8, uh, to play at that successful level as a football player, uh, I was undersized i sorry, I had no speed I had you know, I could think sort of I thought I could play, so I had to take those things and my assets on the football field and really sharpen them as best i could and and use the discipline required to play the position I played and so when I came over to the golf community, uh well, I still play some golf, I didn't play at that that level. I think the the strength, the athletic ability certainly was in my corner, but the discipline to to do it, to make myself go out and do some of the things that weren't fun to do, that were hard to do, to get better of what I needed to do, was the the biggest thing that moved over with me.
1: I heard you say that you didn't you never had a formal golf lesson. Was it just your athleticism, and you were able to work with that?
8: Well, uh, a I, I, there wasn't any anyone really available for that quote formal lesson uh, and if there was I couldn't afford it so it kind of took care of itself and because I was always interested in what made a ball curve I kind of figured it out myself and my brain would tell my body okay let's get in this position so what I did I'd see what the ball did if it curved one way or the other and, and if you okay if it did that way so that impact position had to be this so to get to that impact position body had to to be in this position so to fix that i just kind of went backwards and that's how i learned and i think it was a it took me a while but it was a long lasting and i remembered it and so when i got out on the tour that's how i developed my game and i could make those changes in the middle of the round if i needed to i didn't have to go running back to my coach and say hey what did i do wrong i could figure it out then You'd mentioned in your clinic
7: with the first tee kids about, you know, encouraging them to play additional sports, And, and there's not a lot of that, you know, in some of the elite athletes. And I think it leads to sometimes more injuries because, you know, you're not broadening that entire core or the
8: entire muscle groups that need to be worked to and to be successful at anything. Would you agree with that? Well, I think you make a great point is that the golf platform is what it is. I mean, the body needs to work in concert. There's a lot of moving parts, and it has to be an, a pretty exacting moment of truth as impact. And if it's not right, it's it's wrong. And I think those other sports give you a greater understanding of what your body is capable of doing. The other sports can lead you to perform at a level that you didn't think you could in the beginning. I think you're you're right on with that, in that baseball, the hand-eye coordination there, basketball, the judgment of how how hard to to push the ball to the basket, football, taking angles, all that comes together in, in some fashion to help the golf, and I just wish we would get off of this, you're a golfer only, or you're a basketball player only, or a football player only, you only run cross country, that just bothers me, and and, I, and I'm not much into the every kid gets a trophy either.
1: We're with three-time U.S. Open champion Hale Irwin. Hale, you and the Open, you won three times. Not many people have won the Open three times. What was it about Hale Irwin and the U.S. Open?
8: Uh, it's funny you ask that question. It was just this morning when I was driving out here from my son's house. I always like to kind of go through it. I'm anticipating what questions might come. And whatever reason, it's always the U.S. Open, which I love to talk about, by the way, so I'm not hesitant. But I can remember back at Boulder Country, the old Boulder Country Club, which was in Flatirons, and it was university. And I had my shag bag, and I would go out there after after work as a laborer for my dad. And I'd be hitting balls out in the rough somewhere with this old shag bag. And I can remember saying, this is a shot that won the U.S. Open. And my reasoning was, I couldn't get in the master's. British Open was, where in the world's that? And I wasn't a pro, so I couldn't get into the PGA. So the only thing I could get into was the U.S. Open. I could qualify for that. So my dream as a younger player, this shot won the U.S. Open. So that's kind of how it came about. 1990, when you won your
1: third, a lot of people were surprised. Were you surprised?
8: You never want to be surprised. Uh, And I can't say that I was surprised. What I can say was I was surprised <laughs> in a different kind of way. I think you i don't think that the skill level was had been diminished. I had started my golf course design company in nineteen eighty five and I just won the memorial tournament that year, and I started right afterwards and so the next five years, I kind of put into the effort to get that up and going and really enjoyed the design work and I could still play, but i wasn't producing any scores. I was hitting shots, but i wasn 't I wasn't a complete golfer. I'd taken away a little from the playing to put over here, and that was just enough to keep you off the leaderboard. I'm sorry if this is a long answer, but I sat down in the winter of just before the 90 season, and I wrote down all the tournaments that I had won and what positive things I could remember from that. It wasn't negative. It was all positive remarks. I'd write them down. If I remembered something the next day, I'd go back and I have this list. And I reviewed that. And so that got me thinking like a player again. It got me thinking about scoring. It got me thinking about the things you need to do on a golf course to be a winner. So the 90 season started pretty well. I could feel it coming. It took a while because it had been almost five years in abeyance, but now I could feel it coming. So was I surprised in 90? No, because it was sort of culminating itself into what had been kind of a a six-month project to get myself back online. Great
1: career on the regular tour, the Champions Tour. What's Taylor run up to these days?
8: Well, he's slowing down a little bit. I think Mother Nature has said, "Hey, boy, step on over here. We want to talk." I'm in conversation with Mother Nature right now. Uh, I'm going to slow down. I had a, a hamstring issue last year that kind of kept me from playing a bunch, and I only played twelve events. And it it still kind of lingers. But more than anything, I. I my interest is lagging just a little bit because I see my grandchildren getting older. I have a, a 15, 11-year-old grandsons, and, and here in Denver I've got a 6-year-old and a 7-month-old granddaughters. and you know, I love them to death, and I just want to be able to spend that kind of time. And if I can do a little bit more work with some of the youth programs around the country in golf, and, and you know, gosh, maybe travel without my golf clubs. Just go somewhere without my golf clubs would be kind of a, a nice change of pace. Does the fire still burn, though, to win when you do get out and play? Uh, I want to say yes, but champions are made on how they prepare, and I don't prepare as well as I used to. The body just can't go through all the things I used to be able to do to prepare. Uh, the mind just doesn't stay in there. I I could multi-think while I was practicing, and I actually practice well. If I don't think about that shot right now, I'm going to skronk one. It has to be 100%. And, and then again, if I, if I hit too many balls, for instance, you know, my back will start telling me, hey, that was too much, or I'll have a shoulder, or I'll have something that will say, you know, fool, you just can't do that anymore. So I, I'm trying to listen. All that aside, are we going to see you in a couple of years
1: here at the Broadmoor for the Senior Open?
8: Oh, I'll be here. No, <laughs> whether I'm in uh, uh, plain clothes or in riding clothes, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But uh, you bet, I I think you know getting back here to Colorado and going out the Broadmoor and seeing that'll be a be a lot of fun. Hale, thanks. Yeah, you bet. Thank you.
1: That's Hale Irwin. You talked to him yesterday in Denver. His son Steve, by the way, is one of those trying to qualify for the U.S. Open today here at the Broadmoor. Steve trying to qualify for an event that his father yeah. won three different times. Hale Irwin. Member of the World Golf Hall of Fame as well today here on T to Green. Coming up, Bernie Fay's got a great story to tell. He's got a great product, a swing training device called The Missing. That's next on T Green.
9: The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website. For free, just like they did for these Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can have your website built for free and up and running in as little as seven days. Or go to web.com slash radio. There is no upfront charge for building the website after which the ongoing fee applies. Rights to the website are relinquished upon cancellation unless otherwise purchased.
10: Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host that can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back, like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury for my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570.
1: 800-480-5708. Jay and Jerry from the Broadmoor on T.D. Green, America's longest running network radio golf show. Appreciate you joining us and making what we do a part of your weekend. You know, there are hundreds, literally hundreds, maybe even thousands of devices to help you take strokes off your game or they claim they make a difference in your game. We don't do a lot of these on t to Green because some of them are bogus and, and we don't care for a lot of them, but uh, occasionally there's one or two that come along that we like and we really see some positive effects from, positive results from, and that's what we're going to talk about right now. It's called the MISIG, M-I-S-I-G, the most important stretch in golf, a complete golf performance program that includes a stretching program, swing training program, and an exercise program. It's all designed around one of the most important fundamentals in the golf swing, the takeaway. The Missig is an incredible stretching device that builds muscle memory. And develops a proper takeaway. Got one in the mail the other day. We fiddled, fiddled around with it a little bit before the show. Jerry's wearing it right now, in fact. I'm strapped and
7: in, Jay. He's,
1: he's strapped in right now. I'm
7: not sure how I'm going to get out, but I'm strapped in.
1: The inventor <laughs> of the Miss Ig is on the to Green guest line with us right now. We're happy to welcome Bernie Fay to the show today. Hi, Bernie. How are you?
12: Good. How are you doing, guys? Thanks a lot for having me on.
1: We're doing great. Missing hinges the wrist properly during takeaway, keeps the elbows locked through extension of the backswing. And there's an interesting story how you came up with this device in the first place. And it all had to do with an unfortunate, an unfortunate uh, event that happened to you when you were a youngster. Tell us the story, Bernie.
12: Well, uh, when I was about 13 years old, I was wrestling with my friend and, uh, I got flipped a bad way, and uh, I broke my humerus, which is the bone between the shoulder and the elbow, and it broke in half, twisted, and went back together. And uh, 40 years later in my life, it's uh, kind of caked with arthritis and tendonitis, and I I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, you know, I lost my backswing. So I was in my garage and, uh, you know, I'm messing around. I'm trying to pull my left arm across my chest and stretching it and that wasn't working. So there was a bungee cord on the work, ta- the, uh, on my work table and I, I strapped it around my elbow and I, I started pulling it up all, you know, pulling on it. And, um, it, it, it was amazing. I was stretching my shoulder, my back and my hips. And then I got the, uh, elbow cuff and I hooked the bungee cord to that and, and, and started pulling more, and, and it was amazing, the results. And, and then uh, after about 20 trips to the hardware store or ordering little parts online, I, I made a prototype and uh, talked to my family, and uh, I said, I want to patent this. And that was about a year ago, and uh, since then, there's been so much happening uh, that it's just boggling my mind how, how, how this thing is going right now. We introduced it at the uh, PGA Merchandise Show uh in uh, january in orlando florida and the golf channel picked my invention as the best new product at the show and lauren thompson god bless her brought it up on stage and uh and demonstrated it and talked it up and golf digested a story about us on their website and things just took off they just took off so it's a it's really a great device and and people really like it and um, right now, uh, for about the last three weeks, I've been going to a lot of uh, g- uh, country clubs and golf courses. And here's one example um, uh, Travis Woods is the head golf professional at Medina. He's the head golf instructor, and you can remember that in uh, the Ryder Cup was there in 2012 and 2006, the PGA Championship. So, you know, I really think it speaks volume about it because I took it out and showed it to him, and he ordered a bunch of them. Um, Bruce Patterson is the master prof- professional at, but- at Butler National, and um you know, you remember that uh, the uh, Western Open was there for years. Jack sure. Nicholas, Tom Watson played there. And, and, didn't uh, Hale
1: Irwin win the Open at Medina? Yeah,
12: he did. He did. He did. Yeah. He did. We That's just right. had
1: we just had Hale Irwin on the show,
12: by the way. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, well, there's, so anyway, uh, Bruce, uh, you know, I demonstrated it for him. Said, "Bernie, you've got to come out for our demo day." And uh, I went out, and we sold a bunch of them to the members there. And Bruce is carrying it now in his pro shop and in his teaching school. And um, we went to about 20 in the last two or three weeks. We started hitting the sales pretty hard for the uh, golf courses and country clubs and driving ranges. And we hit about 20 of them. And 19 of them are taking the missing on in their shops. And they're selling them. We're getting reorders already in about about, uh, a week and a half. They're selling out of them. So we're very proud about that. And one interesting thing is um, somebody, uh, there was a uh, uh, physical therapist at the PGA merchandise show that came up to us and said, you know what else this thing is, you guys? It's a medical device. So um, I I kept that in the back of my head, and I thought, wow, you know, for rehab patients and shoulder injuries also – so I got a hold of a professor at uh, Texas woman's university who studies biomechanics and uh, a professor at uh, university of Florida who studies physiology and kinesiology and um, at uh, St. Francis Xavier university, there's a very uh, well-known uh, professor up there that studies human kinetics. And uh, they said, we want to see this thing. And, um, That was, you know, they just got them about a week ago, and I did a follow up call the other day, and they said, uh, something's going on with this thing. Um, it's, it's, it's very interesting, and we're going to need a lot more time to study it, and they're going to write up some papers on it and stuff like that as as an actual medical device. So it really, um, it really, uh, (laughs) it's really kind of blown me away, you know. I thought, yeah, maybe I'll sell a couple hundred of them a year, you know, it'll be a good hobby for me, but, uh, I got a manufacturer now down in Florida who's cranking them out. And I'm actually working in my garage where I started. And uh, and I'm cranking them out to keep up with production. And uh we're talking about now getting into a facility to make our own.
1: Bernie Fay with our, with us today here on TD Green, the inventor of the missing.
7: I've got it on. I've got Bernie, I'm strapped in here, all right? So um, it's a very simple design. Uh, we'll try and describe it for our listeners. It's a, it, there's a rod with a, a grip on, for the bottom hand, and then a, I, what I would guess call maybe another floating grip that's uh, attached to one of these cords, and then the other end of the cord goes around an elbow strap. Um, when, I'm, when I'm starting to use this now, where's my, where's, where do I want my starting point to be with my
12: hands and arms here? Well, just like a regular golf club right out in front of you and the club facing, you know, uh, how many degrees down towards the ground. And as you push up on the sliding handle, let it take your left arm back. Are you, are you right-handed? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let it take your left arm back as you're pushing up that sliding handle and you should feel a real good stretch in your shoulder and your back and your hips. And you'll also notice that it only allows one swing, and that's inside to out. So we tell people you've got to do if you don't have a good inside-to-out swing, do two or three thousand, and that's over you know four or five weeks uh, swings with it, and you will develop a much better inside the out swing plane. And um, so it's three things. The missing is three things. It's a it's a swing trainer because it it, it really promotes that inside the out swing. It only allows the inside to out swing. You can't come down from the top with it, which a lot of us do and slice the ball. Next thing it is is the most important stretch in golf because as you push up on that sliding handle with your right hand, if you're, if you're righty, you'll feel an incredible stretch in the shoulders, the back, and the hips. And then the third thing it is is an exercise tool because if you hold your right hand up about a foot above your right shoulder and you pull down on the left-hand handle with your elbow locked, you'll do that for 20 minutes and you will feel the burn and you will get more distance after about five or six weeks.
7: Yeah, I I, I can understand what you're saying here. Now, you've got three different uh, lengths of of these uh, cords or straps, whatever you want to call them here. Is that that more for uh, different strengths or, or more for the height of a person?
12: No, that's for the different strengths. Good question. So the yellow cord is the longest cord, which means it's the least amount of resistance, and that's the one we tell people to start off with. Then you move to the blue cord, which is a couple inches shorter and more resistance. And that's after a couple weeks of using it. And then if needed, the red cord. And a lot of people don't even move to the red cord because they find a real good, real good spot at the blue cord. And you've got to start off slow. This is, this is an exercise and stretching tool. If you go to this thing and you try to max it out in your first five minutes, you're going to have a sore shoulder. And that's a fact. Start off slow, do some reps every day, and build into it. Let it become part of your lifetime, your routine. And you know what, you guys? You will never find a better wintertime device to keep in shape for your golf. I know we're coming into the spring now, but I want to put that out there. And um, for for golf pros at the golf shops and instructors, I'm just aching to tell them to give me a call or email me through our website because this is something that's a great seller. It's a great teaching tool. I had a guy who's a a retired engineer. I started emailing some people that bought uh, the Missig, and I said, you know, I'm looking for some feedback comments for my testimonials page on the website. And uh, I had a guy named Tom Hardy. And uh, he's a retired engineer from New York. He is uh, 67 years old, and uh, he said he said this. He said, "Bernie, the missing has given me back what time has taken away. I get much better range of motion." And better inside to out swing plane. So, over a couple weeks of using this thing, you will get a lot more degrees in your backswing for the average golfers, okay, for the average golfer. And um, one wonderful thing that happened this week there's a guy by the name of BJ Trollio. Uh, he is uh, probably the top instructor for junior golfers in the United States. Uh, 2015 golf magazine, top 100 st- instructors in America. And that speaks volumes for VJ Trollio because there's over 20,000 golf instructors in the United States. Uh, in 2014, he coached two golfers to the PGA tour and one to the web.com dom- tour. These are kids that he is, he, that he's had under his wing. So anyway, he made a video, uh, split screen video on the right side was uh, about a 13-year-old boy that was uh, swinging the club and his elbow was bent through his left arm was uh, came unlocked through extension and his shoulders were off balance and then VJ goes now watching this next video after this young man uses the missing for 20 minutes and you never saw a more beautiful swing. He had an AutoCAD program on it, and, and uh, he drew lines between the shoulders and, and his knees, and we'll be putting it up on the website. And for somebody like that, for VJ Trollio to say that this is an incredible device for kids, and for that guy, Tom Hardy, who's 67 years old, to say the Missing is giving me back what time taken, has taken away. It's for everybody. And the funny thing is, one out of three people, we sold out at the PGA show in Orlando, we sold out at the Chicago golf show, and we sold out at the Milwaukee golf show. One out of three people that tried it, and one out of three men that tried it bought it, and just about every woman that tried it bought it. So,
1: Bernie, you want to jump in here and tell people the Missing is available now. It can be purchased online at... Fieldastretch.com. That's the website. fieldthestretch.com. Again, it comes with three different lengths of bands for customized training: the yellow, blue, and the red. Retail price, $79.99. To see a product demo, visit www.FieldTheStretch.com. We got about a minute left here, Bernie. I wanted to ask you: Have you always been a, a tinkerer or an inventor? Uh, so, uh, how did you how did you even get the idea to come up with this?
12: Well, you know, again, that speaks back to my, uh, when I broke my shoulder and, um, I've always—I've done so many businesses in my life, and I've always loved golf and fishing and the outdoors. And my YouTube video, uh, "How to Carve a Celtic Toy Chest," actually has 127,000 uh, <laughs> uh, views on it. So okay. if you type in "How to Carve a Celtic Toy Chest" on YouTube, you can see me. But um, one thing I want to say before we go is, uh, for your uh, listeners, for your listeners, um, if they type in PGA. In the promo code box of our website, they will save ten dollars. And I'm just uh, dying for the professionals out there to get a hold of me if they want a great new product that is a great seller. Go to feelthestretch.com and get a hold of me.
1: All right, Bernie Fay, feelthestretch.com to check out the missing. Jerry's going to take us on tour next on T Degree.
4: Financing is easy with your credit card or PayPal credit. Call now. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. That's 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183. 1-800-427-0183.
5: If you or someone you love suffers from drug addiction, now is the time to utilize your private health insurance PPO plan. If eligible, receive up to $30,000 or more in substance abuse benefits with low or no out-of-pocket cost. We are the National Treatment Network, the premier drug and alcohol treatment referral service operating 24-7. We help connect you with facilities nationwide that accepts PPO private health insurance for substance abuse. If you have PPO substance abuse coverage and you need immediate admittance to a medical detox or residential rehab treatment center, call us now. Call our live referral helpline today. The call is free. This program is not available to Medicare or Medicaid customers.
4: Call 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. 800-296-0906. That's 800-296-0906.
1: Fastest hour in radio, quickest hour in golf. Tita Green continues, not done yet. Jerry's here to take us on tour.
7: Uh, One of the guys in the clubhouse this morning, he was mentioning something about the tour and its three biggest stars not making the cut at the Players. Hmm. So I'm kind of wondering, well, which three is he talking about? And he mentions Ricky, Jordan, and Phil. Okay. Well, those the three biggest American stars. Yeah. Probably what we have right now. They did not make the cut. They did. Any of those three guys. Ricky unable to defend. But here's what's going on at uh, TPC Sawgrass, uh, one of the most watched tournaments of the year. Jason Day, uh, even though he struggled with a 73 yesterday, still has a four shot lead at minus 14. Uh, Ken Duke, Hideki Matsuyama, and Alex Chika are uh, tied for uh, second there. Ken Duke is going to be in the last pairing with Day. He was 11 back after day one. Wow! Because uh, Jason shot nine under on Thursday, he was 12 back going into yesterday. <laughs> but he beat Jason by eight yesterday. Shot the low round of the day at 65, and now he's in the final group. So
1: he's one of those guys that's that every how, now and then he pops up. That's how up things out of can
7: change. Um, Francesco Molinari is at minus nine, and Retief Goosen and Kevin Chapel at minus eight, and. Uh, just like with most of the majors in the PGA Tour on the players, no one else in America is playing this week.
1: No Champions Tour, no, no Champions LPGA. Tour, no
7: ladies. We'll catch up with them next weekend.
1: All right. Again, I hope you enjoyed uh, Bernie Fay today talking about the Missig, the most important stretch in golf. And if you want to find out more information about that, to see a product demo or to order one, 79.95. it'll set you back. Fieldthestretch.com is the website, fieldthestretch.com, the website for the mystic, the most important stretch in golf. And thanks to Hale Irwin for being a fun guy to hit a few balls with yesterday up at Green Valley Ranch in Denver and giving us time for an interview as well. Hope you enjoyed that. That's it. Back here next week at the Broadmoor. Till then, Jay Richie, Jerry Butenoff, for our producer Scott Cuddy in Master Control. Get out there, play some golf this week. And as usual, when you do, hit them long. Hit him straight.